the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Talk to Living podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. We're not going to be able to call you that very soon. We'll see when it happens. We'll just leave it there. <laughs> oh, you're going to love today's episode. What's it about? Did you know there's a new bill that this beautiful state of California has set forward, essentially trying to make it allowable for the state to kidnap your children? Let's talk about it. So there's a new assembly bill that has been proposed. And I will read just the first part of it. It says existing law. Oh, by the way, it's assembly bill 665. Existing law for some purposes authorizes a minor who is 12 years of age or older to consent to mental health treatment or counseling on an outpatient basis or to a residential shelter service. If the minor is mature enough to participate intelligently on the outpatient services or residential shelter services as specified, and either the minor would present a danger or a serious physical or mental harm to themselves or to others, and it goes on and on and on and on. So basically, what this assembly bill is saying is if you're 12 years old or older and you don't like mommy and daddy's rules and you articulate it in such a way to base it's it's almost like self-emancipation, right? Mm-hmm. Then you could disappear. Mom and dad wouldn't even know. And you can check yourself into a shelter, one of these state-funded residential facilities. You could basically become a child of the state, meaning you would belong to the state. And who knows what ramifications in terms of permanent legal ramifications could take place after that. And when I heard this, it blew my mind. Like, just when I think California can't do any more crazy shit, they go and they propose things like this. Now, I'm trying to think of the other side of the argument, right? It would be for the safety of the child, right? There are kids who are in particular situations that this would be great for. However, doesn't that already exist? Uh... Really? No, I'm going to argue that because I I worked in, managed a pediatric practice for 14 years, and there are plenty of ways to take a child and remove them from an unfit parent in an unfit home if it's properly investigated and looked into. And that's the key term is properly investigated and looked into, where nowadays it the capabilities of especially of our CFS workers aren't able to do a proper investigation when it comes to that. It's, you know, they have so many cases and, and to be able to properly investigate it. And these kids think that it's just a scapegoat where, and I'm seeing current trends of kids calling CFS on their parents themselves and to try to get out of their houses. So playing the devil's advocate on this bill, I do reading through it of there are multiple situations in which I think it would be good to have those kids removed. 
But I, for the most part, like, I don't think there needs to be an assembly bill to say that at 12 years old, like who at 12 years old has the mental capability? I mean, you can't even join the military till 18. You can't buy alcohol or tobacco till 21. You can't vote till 18 because your brain's not formed enough to be able to make that decision. Well, you know, it's easy to think in hypotheticals and I can't help but to think about this in a realistic sense. I just had a conversation with my kid brother yesterday. We were talking about my nephew, his eight-year-old son, and we were talking about how much better he is than Matthew was at that age. And Matthew was talking about how when he was eight years old, that was when he first got suspended from school. And we were laughing so hard because the reason was my mom kept this. It's on a piece of paper that Matthew now has. He farted in a kid's face while he, <laughs> while he was walking by them on purpose. And like on the little note, it says Matthew passed gas in front of a child's face. And that's why he was suspended. So I'm thinking Matthew was the hardest one. He is the baby of the family and he was in anger management at a very young age. And he, he was very, very difficult for both my parents, but my mother especially. And so I'm thinking about a situation like him. And I'm thinking about when he was 12 years old. And I also know, I believe that parents have the right to be able to go through that struggle of figuring it out, to discipline their child, to, you know, rein them back in at home and to have that security of those family dynamics. I I don't think that it's fair for anybody, in particular the government, to come in and think that it's okay to try to not allow that to happen. Isn't that the reason why why people have kids is to be able to raise them? Yeah, absolutely. But the problem you see nowadays is parents are having kids to raise them, but they're not raising them. And it's 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 sad to see. Um, I can see this as a mask covering the ulterior motives within our government to allow these kids to make this decision based off of, well, I, my parents aren't allowing me to perform the sex change that I want. And they could now go that route by saying that it's abusive and I need to get out of this environment. And isn't that a crazy point? Because I just read an article about a 12 year old girl who is suing the hospital for removing her breast because she was young and thought she wanted a sex change. Yeah. And it's, I, our, our ways of thinking, we, I just, it never makes sense. Like it goes one day it says, Oh, you're not capable to make decisions on your own. And then two years down the line, things change to where you, you can't buy, like I said, that alcohol or tobacco or whatever it may be. Um, until you're 21, but you can decide if you, you want a penis or not like it, that to me, it just makes no sense. Um, I think there is some good in this bill, but like, as you said, like there's already checks and balances in place to prevent kids from living in that situation. And the amount of money it's going to cost to start developing these nonprofit organizations or these shelters or these mental health facilities is, is just going to be astronomical. 
Yeah, I I couldn't disagree with you more. I think that anytime the state or the government decides to create something or comes up with some idea that takes away the from the family unit in particular wanting to disconnect the relationship between a child and their parent, like that's where the line is drawn, right? It's always been that way and it needs to always remain that way. And think about when we were 12 years old. Think about how young and naive the mind is when we're 12 years old. Yeah, you, if you don't get your way, you're, you're, and you're going to see that. Probably a huge majority of the people or the kids who are making this decision are going to abuse the system. And then I've talked to so many people who have grown up in those types of environments, right? whether it's an adoptive placement in somebody's personal home or in these facilities, these are some of the the most challenged youth, right? These are the ones that you just hope you hear that success story of them going from living in, in a group home to like hopefully becoming something grand one day. However, the truth is that that usually doesn't happen, right? It's the, the rare subject that you you hear in those beautiful headlines where somebody does become something great despite their upbringing. And you made a great point too, because there's going to be somebody looking to profit by opening up these types of residential facilities, these group homes, and they're usually not good characters. Yeah. It's, it's the, the amount of, people who are going to do this and to open up these facilities and to actually put in the work and the money and, and everything necessary to provide for these kids is, it is a high amount. And where's this money coming from? Once again, we're pulling from our tax base to fund this and where does that money ever end? Yeah, and then it's like now these group homes can use these kids as a write-off. The mm-hmm. parents can't use the kids as a write-off anymore. They're not in their custody. Like the the whole thing is is sickening to me. And I think there are better alternatives. Like why not make an attempt to bring healthcare professionals into the home? Why do you have to take the kids out of the home? Like there are other resources and other ways to do it. Bring a mental health professional into the home. Problem solved. Like have them go out and do rounds and make it a, a required group session x amount of times a month or like there are so many other options that you can do i don't even know why this is something that is even being proposed so i hope that you're well aware of ab665 even if you don't live in the state of california because we know that the states have um basically the right to be able to govern themselves and to make these types of choices regardless of what the federal government has to say so if you have gotten any value do us a favor drop a review subscribe down below and as always Know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.